I am having a hard time containing myself right now. How so? But there's, I have a <laughs> lot left in the next couple of days, and I need to maintain my uh, sanity, number one, but also I need to contain my excitement, but it's very hard to you're do You're not that. doing, you kind of look like you're actually sitting there kind of vibrating. I'm keeping, I'm trying to keep a, a cap on it, keep it under wraps, keep it in, in control, but it's really hard. It's really hard. There's a lot of temptation heading my way right now, and I have to keep that under control. Oh, okay. Like you're trying to be a good boy? I have to be. Yeah. I have some big days. Oh, no. Are you starting to feel like, oh, this sounds like the beginning of like a kooky movie where like your friend comes into town. You're like, but I have All a right. big well, ex- meeting in the morning. Both true things. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We do have a lot to talk about today. And I want to say thank you to everybody who's been picking up their tickets to the Fun Employment Radio 10-year anniversary party. Yes, we are still talking about it because, yes, it's a big deal, and it's two days from now. It's two days from now. Two days from now, on November 15th, 2019, will be our celebration at the Boston Nova Ballroom. And uh, pick up your tickets. If you haven't done it yet, do it Do it now. You can still get them at the door uh, if you know if there's tickets still there, but uh, I would say pick them up ahead of time. It's yeah. always nice to do that. I mean, you want to know that you have them. You want to have them in your hot little hand or on your hot little phone. Yes, your hot little hand. Why'd you say it like that? It sounds. I don't sounds know because weird. I said it normally, and then you said it as like you're trying your to seduce somebody's hand. hand. Put, get that ticket like in, in your, your hot little hand. Get that ticket in your hot little hand. Mm, your sticky, sweaty, hot little Ew. hand. <laughs> get your tickets now to the Fun Employment Radio ten year anniversary party. Sure. Pick them up. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> and do that there. Thank you. Uh, so one of the things that's going to be happening at this event is that Courage is going to be playing. And yes, I'm I'm excited for a few different reasons. Our drummer, um, our drummer uh, Stone, aka Murky Bongwater, is uh, he he already lives in Beaverton, uh, but our guitarist, Mr. Gavin, has just arrived this morning, and he is. Sending me videos of himself, well, Stone and I, videos of himself practicing, waiting for us to be able to practice because, you know, we are working right now and uh, it is very tempting to, I really just want to go practice right now. I love playing in that band so much. I know you do. But I have to keep it under control because I've got some huge days, like full day day stuff over the next next two and a half days before we get into, you know, the, the ready for the party. And so... I've just got to uh, keep the excitement keep to a minimum. Control, yeah. Well, it's one of those things, you know, like little kids at like Christmas where they just like work themselves up into a fit. Like, you seem Whoa! like you would have worked yourself up into a frenzy. Oh, yes. I, n- I didn't Christmas. sleep at all. Yeah, no, I would never sleep. I mean, I would fall asleep, but I would try to stay away. Like I would pass out in my bed just like, uh, what time do we get to get up? Ooh. I mean, we did Christmas kind of weird anyway, so it was always uh, – yeah. So How did I, you, I what do you mean you did Christmas kind of weird? Oh uh, well, because my dad always had to work on Christmas, so it, it's just the, the way it worked out. He almost always had to, and and so we would have usually we would do Christmas on Christmas Eve, so we do it like a day early, because generally speaking, he would be home or could wake up before he'd have to go to work. So oh, okay, but, that makes sense. Um, what my parents would say is, uh, <laughs> they told us that 
there are too many kids now, so Santa has to deliver uh, toys in two nights. Oh, that's so, sweet. So that way, my dad could be there for it. So, um, so yeah, I still, still didn't sleep, but uh, but but yeah, it was. Uh, that's what we would do. That's really adorable. The problem is, no other kid understood that. And I remember going to my cousin's house one time. We're like, "No, yeah, Santa comes on, on comes on two nights," and she's like, "No, he doesn't." He doesn't come on two nights. Dude, doesn't stupid. Well, yeah, but he comes to our house. I remember trying to do the, like, at one point when I was a kid, trying to do the math because my cousin oh, lived, Oh, everybody like, does the Santa math, yeah. Well, my cousin lived, like, 30 minutes away. And so I was like, well, Mom said that it's too much, so he splits it up into two nights, but why would he come all the way here and not just go to Julie's house? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would, why would he stop there? Like, she's so close. And this, it didn't quite make sense to me. Oh, childhood logic. Like, that's wait a minute. Pretty adorable. Well, oh well, I guess, you know, that's how it is, but That's just the way this is. I guess that's just how it works. So that's what I would uh that's what I would think about. But anyway. Did I ever talk, right, well, if there are little ears listening right now really quick. Like maybe don't play it just for a second. That's always I think Everything's a lie. <laughs> I guess you live in this world right now. Yeah. But no, but you want to keep the sacred things sacred, you know, for as long as you possibly can. Which is funny that that's considered sacred when it's just, you know, people like lying. <laughs> yeah. But it is. It's a wonderful fairy tale lie. Yeah. I believed for so long, like all my friends were, like I was in fifth grade, I think. Oh, boy. Yeah. You were older than that, weren't you? No, I wasn't. Yes, you were no, too. No, I wasn't. You are shaving some no, years I'm off of that. No, I'm not. It was fifth you grade. You were in seventh grade. You were was, 12 years old. I was in seventh grade. I could totally see you continuing believing in that. No, it was. I told you the terrifying thing that my mom did with the Easter Bunny. I, I yeah, the in... Easter Bunny thing is definitely scary. It still freaks me out thinking about it. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. So for the Easter Bunny, when the Easter Bunny would come to my house, um, my mom would have these uh, like these big pieces of cardboard and cut out like giant bunny feet and then, and then would sprinkle flour for the bunny feet going That's in sadistic, into the man. house to the baskets and then back out of the house. How did the flower get there then? How did the, how was that explained? That, what are you just shedding flower <laughs> yeah, as he goes know. through? It's like bunny it dandruff, like sugar or something. Yeah, I don't know. That is creepy. But as it hell, totally the idea worked. Of a giant rabbit sneaking in and and my sister and I would try to find where the footprints faded because my, like over the years my mom would like do it like outside on the back deck <laughs> and it would kind of start like you'd see a little sprinkling like in the yard and then you would see the footprints up the stairs on the deck through and but was like how did he get through the through the sliding glass door and I was like well it's magic you know it's, and we believe we're like it's Whoa. magic yet he leaves footprints everywhere and flowers just <laughs> pouring off of him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with his bags of candy how did you lo- how logically how did you think about how he stored the candy. Oh, I don't know. You I never even thought about that. No. Like, how does the candy get through the Yeah, Courtney wall? says, I was 12 when I found out my grandma spoiled it for me at Disneyland. I was 12, too. That was, that's 12, I right? knew it. No, that's, isn't that 12? That's fifth grade, isn't it? That is not fifth grade. No. 12 is seventh grade. Oh, I don't remember. No, Sixth I remember. Sixth grade for some. No, I'm pretty sure it was because of my friend Jenny You were 12 told. in no. fifth grade? Uh, maybe this is something else that we... No, I've always been younger. I mean, younger. it's okay. No, it's always, all right. You know I've always been younger I mean, I, than everybody nobody's going to judge you if that's the case. You, what? you were 12 in fifth grade. No, huh? I just don't remember how old I was for huh. which grades. That does explain just a little bit. So no. you were 20 when you graduated high school? No, I was 17 when I graduated high school. You were 20 when you graduated high school. Oh, okay. I'm the opposite of that. But you were 12 in fifth grade. Oh, my grade. God. Greg has this crazy brain, so now he's like latching onto something that has nothing to do with anything because it's just like, I just need to get through this until I can have band practice. No. No, I'm 
that was a good latch on. All right. So so anyway. <laughs> uh, oh my god. <laughs> Trina's might be creepier than mine than my flower footprints from the Easter buddy. Trina said um, <laughs> my mom would <laughs> smear soot from the fireplace on my cheek and say that Santa kissed me in my sleep. It was creepy as hell. Gross. <laughs> a soot kiss? Oh my gosh. Santa's giving you little sooty kisses. Santa gave you a kiss little girl. <laughs> that is definitely creepy. <laughs> wow. Alright. Yeah, yeah that, that kind of wins. My parents did a pretty good... Keelan like, says, uh, 12 is a magic age. I, <laughs> I snuck downstairs and saw my parents putting all that shit under the tree and wrapping stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost want to do that to Eloise. Put little smudges of soot her face. Like, Santa, Santa gave you kisses in the night. Bro, so why are they all sooty? Like, coming down from the chimney? But he he's just like, the... just a dirty, like, coal-covered man <laughs> he was like, crawling into little girls' little bedrooms. Girl, not only am I giving you presents, but little sooty. But a kiss on the cheek? But little sooty kisses. Why is he kissing anybody? <laughs> Come on, Santa. Oh, my God. Yo. That's so funny. I want to incorporate everything from everybody's terrifying childhood. All right, so we have my mom's uh, definite, like, flower uh, Easter bunny pop. Yeah, prints. those are terrifying. Those are terrifying. We gotta have yes, sooty Santa kisses. Sooty Santa kisses. <laughs> sooty Santa kisses. I just want to know what if anyone else has any other weird. That's a strange one. Yeah, the, both of those are strange <laughs> ones. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met another kid who who has had like the well, the sooty Santa kisses or the flower. Yeah, footprint. I can't things. think of anything off the top of my head that was like that creepy. I mean, you know, we did the tooth fairy, did all that stuff, but no. No, there was a, there there wasn't. I don't think there were any extras. It was very traditional for the most part, other than you know the very long days. Traditional but, country living. Well, you know, different days or whatever. It's our country life. You don't want my life. You uh, don't know my country life. That's what it is. Mm. So so yeah. So that's how. That's why I'm looking at it. Anyway, um, I don't know how we got off on that. I don't know, but I'm so oh. forever grateful that Trina shared the sooty Santa kisses. Well, if there's any other ones, please let us know. <laughs> please let us strange, know. strange, creepy Because I'm collecting all of them to do to Eloise throughout the years. Oh, God. Wait, and Eloise is Sarah's She's my niece. niece. Yeah. So she's, You're going to do all that creepy stuff to her? It's not creepy. It's memorable. It's memories. Uh, it, it's memory making. Right. Memory making. Yes. That Santa leaves you sooty kisses. No, because at that point, it's not creepy. Well, I mean- Okay, the city Santa kisses are a little creepy, but like with the footprints, it's just kind of like, ooh, the bunny came in. I think the thing that scared me. The bunny me, is creepier to me than the city Santa kisses. The thing Santa that scared kisses. me the most. The bunny is About creepy. how big the, the, the footprints were. That's what like, I'm saying. Like they were probably about like a foot and a half long. And so that kind of terrified my sister. I was like, how big is the Easter bunny? <laughs> See, I do not like the idea. <laughs> the thing, like of crouching a giant, down like. <laughs> conscious thinking rabbit coming into the house and like creeping all over the place and dumping uh, the, for some reason dumping the flour everywhere really does bother me well now I know how, um, now I know how to mess with you <laughs> yeah I do not like the idea of something like like almost animatronic like hello bringing in the the tr- oh, with like a bag of candy putting it up on a counter like with a weird like claw hand that's like weird like gnarled rabbit teeth and, ew no I do not like, I don't like this at all I don't think I like the idea of large rabbits I'm just realizing this right well, now. We also had – well, it wasn't weird though because it's a Spanish tradition where we celebrated Three Kings Day where yeah, you leave out your shoes and then uh, the three kings come and fill them with candy. But you leave out carrots for their camels. 
So you thought They're... camels showed up at your... <laughs> yes. <laughs> in Bremerton or wherever? <laughs> yes. uh, Bremerton is crawling with camels. So or, many and camels. And donkeys, yes. Yeah, they show up there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Um, How did we even start on that? I think I... Because I was said uh, I was excited like a little kid on Christmas. Oh, yeah. And that's how I feel right now because uh, courage is about ready to practice. And courage... CourageMusic.com. Go there and take a look. We're going to be performing on Friday. And honestly, it's sometimes I forget like how long we have been a band because it's so sporadic that we play. It's usually mm. it's usually two years apart that we play. We've been a little bit more frequent over the last couple of no, years. No, this well, has been a about year and two half. years. Yeah, a year and a half, I guess, since we played. No, a little over two Ala- years. Up in Alaska. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. You're yeah. right. year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Then we played up there. Yeah, and over two years down here. Definitely. Um and I will say, so Greg and I were working together. So it really does take a lot of, you know, work to put something like this together. Yeah, like even a just lot one of moving night. Parts. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a lot. So we were working last night over at Greg's, and he did end up playing a little bit of his uh, Courage Rock yesterday. Which yeah, got to get back Pretty amazing. Into shit. Oh, you're gonna be fine. Well, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um, but uh, but, but it we does need make you seem like a completely different person because I'm used to seeing you now in like these button up shirts and being like fancy hoity toity like let's talk technology oh, trends yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, there's a uh, actually there's a few people from there that are coming to the show too that they are going to see me in a different light that they have never seen me in not only fun it? employment radio but then going even beyond that for courage um, a lot of people see me as a different person once they once they see that there's no going back. Good or bad. Oh, yeah. There's no going back. Me with a shark stick. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. That's true, Yeah, too. no, it's... That's true, too. They just have to embrace the humiliation. Yeah. That is what it is. Like... Oh, I'm not... Wait a minute. Embrace the humiliation. I'm not humiliated. Oh, no. By nor courage. Should, nor should you be. No, I'm just saying it's going to be... It, it's going to give people... They will look at think me that differently. Oh, do you think that they're going to think you're too sexy after that? No, that's not what I was going, but I appreciate that. Greg. That is not at all what I was... Oh, it sounds like you're saying like, oh, but I have to be ready for them to all have crushes on me. Oh, my God. No, that's not what I'm what saying. Do you, then what do you think? That's, that's not what I meant. I meant because I'm a weirdo on stage running around singing about porn and fire. That's weird. That's you. With a wig. <laughs> and like, yeah, you know that. And a weird costume. I got a new costume this year, too. Uh, yes, yeah. Greg, you keep talking about your costume. No, I don't. I brought it up once. Once I brought it up. Mm, being a jerk. Anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited to play. Sorry, my excitement is terrible. No, not Wait, what? Where is this coming from? Oh, no. You're just shooting down everything I'm saying. Uh, I'm okay, excited. You're being twitchy, and I'm not being mean to you. All right. No, I think that you're just super excited, and you don't. You have so much energy. It's like your eyes are like almost lasers right I now. I know. I'm trying to keep you're it under sh- wraps. Like, I don't know. On the video, if you can see it, Greg is sitting here like... <sighs> Seriously, like a, some sort of fiend, like just shaking. Because it is. It is. It's like a – oh, I got, that was me. Um, my other computer. I'm sure it's happened. like a drug. It right? is like yeah. a drug. And you don't get it very often, and you know you're so close <laughs> to that sweet, sweet nectar. Yes, but I have to keep it under control There's when uh, – you know, for the next couple of days. We're still going to practice. we got a late practice tonight and then uh, full full practicing tomorrow. Yes, I'm excited. And that's just one aspect. You know, I am actually ex- – I'm excited to watch uh, – Digital Trends Live tomorrow morning. <laughs> Tony is saying we thought he might have multiple personality disorder. Now it's confirmed. Yeah, probably a little bit. Anyway. I could see that. What? Multiple? Per- no, I don't. No. I, I mean, probably have some disorder, ADHD but... stuff. <laughs> I'm probably undiagnosed with that. What are you talking about? 
Nothing. Oh my Ooh. God. Jesus. Oh Lord. <laughs> well, let's hope we all. Yeah, that's all that's probably definitely a case. At least right around now, um, because I. Uh, anyway, yep. Keep it under control. So you have your practice tonight. Yes. Yes, and and Gavin is and you'll be taunting me right now with videos of himself practicing our songs uh, at his house because he's got a house, you know, and uh, and yeah. So I'm uh, I'm Jonesing. I'm Jonesing. You are. It's what it is. I'm Jonesing. I mean, you're for shaking it. like you're. Yeah. You look like you're just like somebody you know who really needs like a drink, just one little drink to soothe the nerves. <laughs> yeah, I just need one little song. Just some of Daddy's little one cough little syrup. song. Just one little song. Um, it's fine. Just just for a minute. Well, I always re- remember, like, have I, I'm sure I have talked about the origins of courage, like how that all started. I think so. Was it in the woods? No, that's Ricketts. Oh, yeah. Talk about Ricketts Fest. <laughs> no, then I don't think I know the origins <laughs> of courage. That's a different thing. I did find the original pictures from Ricketts Fest, by the way, uh, the other day. Anyway. Um, if you have, I must have forgotten. I actually don't know. How courage started? Well, because you were in an emo band. Wasn't in an emo band, and I remember the name of that because it's so bad. We're in a hard rock band called Distracted. Yes, we was in a band called Distracted, <laughs> and we were great, and we sung about feelings. No. Hey, I'm I'm envious of anybody who's in a band. Like, I wish I had enough musical talent to be in a band. I've always wanted to be. We we well, Distracted consisted of. I mean, I'm not saying every band has consisting of talent, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, well, distracted was myself, also Gavin and Stone, and then a um, a guy named Ario. It was actually Gavin and Ario started the band, and then I kind of joined in and started playing with them. And then we had to audition for a drummer, and so we we went over to we practiced at Ario's house, and we had a bunch of like drummers come through. And then Stone came in, and, and none of us really knew him. Like I think Ario maybe worked with his wife or something, and. Uh, and he came in and practice, and we were all just – and he was just like leagues – like he was so good, it was stupid. <laughs> and we're just like, uh, I mean, if you want it, it's your part. <laughs> like we want you to join, but you're good. Like you're really good. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then he just joined the band. That's how I met Stone. Was wow. A random, yeah, random guy coming over to practice drums. And uh, and then, yeah, <laughs> we were instantly like, yeah, we, we don't need any more auditions. Uh, it's you. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's you. Yeah, it's you. Please, please. And then, and then from there, you know, we started practicing and we started playing some some random shows. I think, we, yeah, we played shows first. I don't even remember what our first show was. Just like little tiny bars on like Tuesdays and Wednesday nights and that kind of thing. Mm. Like anywhere that would take us, and we would do that. And then uh, we made an album. We did an album called. <laughs> For distracted, actually, it was just called distracted with a lower. Look, I'm seeing people in the chat. It wasn't distracted. How did Keelan just D I Z T R A K T E D? But it was no. Distract- I think it'd be T D. No e at the end. Uh, no, it was distracted. distracted. <laughs> no, that sounds like a boy group. That's what that one would be with the T. Let me guess. D. Was yours all in distressed lettering, all lowercase, maybe or maybe not a period at the end? Shut up. Was it? I don't think there was a period at the end, but yes, it was lowercase. And it was mildly distressed. And we took pictures at the... Were you distressed and distracted? (laughs) (laughs) We took pictures. There's a... What's that name of that park? Like the Castle Park in Portland. There's there's one at the top of the hill in northeast Portland that it looks like it's the top of a castle. Um, It's it's got a name. Like Mount Scott? No, not Mount Scott. It's... uh, 
Let's see, Witch's Castle? No, not Witch's Castle is the other That's the in other Forest one. Park. Yeah, that's right? in Forest Park. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. It's like North. Rocky it's Butte. Like, yeah, it's on the way to the airport. Yeah. Yes, Rocky Butte. And where it's uh, the top of it, the top of this park is on a giant hill. And it does it kind of looks like a castle, castle look for it. It's where I did also the pictures for um, the Game of Thrones thing uh, with D. Leonidas. But we we took our band pictures there of all four of us, like sitting on the steps, like like all sitting, like looking off, like like serious looks, just like. You didn't do the band brick wall? We didn't do the, oh, uh, we might have, but that I don't know if I still have Have you ever ones. seen compilations of every band standing in front of a brick wall? It yeah. makes me up. And it's usually four. Yeah. White dudes, one of which, you know, one has their arms crossed, one has his leg up behind yeah. them, the other one's just like sitting there, one of them's looking off. Mm-hmm. Maybe, depending on how bad boy they are, they might have a cigarette. One to four of them are wearing sunglasses. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's that's not that far off. I think we were all wearing stocking caps because it's Portland. Um, there, somewhere there is a picture of it that's online because I've seen it. Uh, or somewhere I got tagged in it. I'll see if I can find it. I mean, I don't care. It's it's kind of hilarious now. So that was our band, Distracted. And then we did that for a while. And then somewhere along the line in practice, and I'm trying to remember what what started it, but essentially, essentially like Gavin and I and Stone were like joking around, and we started talking about butt rock. And then we came up with this chord. I think maybe Gavin came up with the chords for it of uh, what would become – Mullets in Love. That was the first one we wrote. Then I just started talking about mullets and started singing that, and that was our first song that we were just doing for fun and practice. We did a couple more of those, and then we, we were continuing to perform as Distracted. I remember we were at Ash Street Saloon where we finished our normal Distracted set, and then we were like, and we got a couple other songs uh, as these alter egos that we want to play of our other band, Courage. And we just like did it, which sounds so dumb to do after you've just played a show. Be like, now pretend we're someone else. And was, so we used our last two songs to play that, and I can't remember what the other one was. And people, like, loved it. Like, way more. There were people there to see Distracted. I mean, Distracted was fine. But, you know, maybe they're there to be nice. The music was fine. Um, and they were your friends. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, though, they loved that. And so we're like, oh, okay, well, this this is way more This is pretty fun. And around that time, Ario uh, wanted to go do something else, so he left the band. So it left Gavin Stone and I. And so we, the next thing we did as a show, we had Distracted play, a full set. Then we had Stone's Cousins Band play, and then we changed into our costumes and came back and played as Courage. So that was our first actual show was at this Chinese restaurant downtown. Oh, wow. And then from there, we were like, we don't want to do Distracted anymore. <laughs> this is, <laughs> people love this, and it's way more fun. <laughs> like, we don't have to be serious, like... Yeah, and so that's what started it. And then from there, it just got more and more elaborate and then albums and all that stuff. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And how and many then years still ago to this was day, that? A long time ago. I was trying to think about it. I mean, it's been... Since we first started performing like that, I would say like 2002. Whoa. Yeah. I had no idea it was that long. 2003, maybe. Um, but no, probably somewhere around there. Yeah. I mean, it's a long time. We've been doing this a long time. And, uh, and yeah, certainly uh, we were able to do it a lot more often back then. I mean, yeah. we toured well, around, we toured around no- the Northwest and played everywhere, but, uh, but yeah. Well, it's like a novelty. Well, now, now it's- Well, now it is because you get to do it every novelties. couple of years. No, I mean, every couple of years, because now it's like a, a special, more of a special thing. Whoa. I wasn't calling- 
My lord. Novelty. No, we are. But uh, no, I'm saying like because you only get to do it every once in a while. Yes. It makes it fun. Then it makes it more of a novelty. It's like I get a taste of it again. Oh, I remember how much man. I love it. You oh are my such god, a I love junkie. it. I love it. So, there is nothing like it. And it's just fun because we want everybody else to have fun. That's why I mean that's the whole point. It's just fun. That's why it's it's big and dumb and loud and stupid. Like <laughs> that's what courage is. I mean that that's seriously big dumb rock. Yep, everybody can have fun. And with. it's going and to that, be that's all amazing. we want is just have everybody, you know, goof off. It's just like fun employment radio. It's just about, you know, trying to provide entertainment for people and so people have fun. Right? And that's what we like to do. And that's what we like to do. I mean, we're idiots. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to apologize in advance in case I forget anybody's name because I'm going to be so stressed out. We're on, on Friday night? Yeah. Yeah. Please. We want to talk to everybody. So if but... I don't like automatically recall, know that I know it and it's in there somewhere. I just. Yeah. I just really want to. I'm, I'm going to buy some name tags too so that people, if they want to, they can wear name tags. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I always like doing that. It's a nice That's like, helpful conversation. for everyone. It's helpful for everybody. That way it like alleviates some awkward conversation in case like, you know, someone's going to be really like offended or something. Oh, But I'm yeah. just sorry in advance. I'm just saying this image because it happens to me every time that I'm going to know who you are, but I will not have room in my head because I will just be. Because they'll be spazzing out about what we got yeah, about the show and stuff. Plus, I will say on Friday, Greg knows this behind the scenes. I It's a pretty big day for me. With the house that I've been working with, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be. So I'm going to hope. Yeah, but by the time the show's going, that's wipe that out. Yeah, you got to wipe it out. I know. You will. Yeah, there's nothing I could do. I know. Yeah, so I'm just saying there's just a lot going on. In, right. In there. Yeah, but I like mean, everybody does. Everybody has a lot of shit in their heads. Right. I mean, it's just we just really are looking forward to seeing everybody down there. So so come to the show. It's going to be fun. And then, you know, I know not everybody can fly in for this, but if you're in the Portland area. Um, don't stay at home. Come to the show. Come have fun. Because and that's one thing I try to emphasize too is, you know, like real, like seriously breaking breaking down the fourth wall here. Like we have a wall. I mean, we don't really have a wall. But uh, but honestly, like part of these these events, the reason they're so fun is because everybody is so cool. You know, we're very fortunate that our the people that listen to our show are, had, are honestly fucking cool people. And it's uh, people you have know, like nobody. dated, they've gotten married that have met at our shows, they've sure. become like uh, great friends. Yeah, it's just it's, a non-judgmental crowd like it is. nobody's come, it's a everybody's welcome. Yeah, come everybody's as you are. welcome. And you know, don't be a dick, but if you're listening to yeah. us, you're not a dick anyway. Right. So. Yeah, you know, don't, yeah, don't be a dick's always a good rule. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not worried about that at, no, at our shows. Uh, yeah, so that's – I just want to make sure people know that. Like maybe if you're sitting at home and you're like, I don't know. I don't go out to events. I don't – you feel uncomfortable in groups and crowds. This would be a good one to to come to Plus because it's going to be a very friendly crowd to be It around. is, and there are places also you don't have to just – you're not going to be crammed into one room like there are places to sit. No, yeah, there's a whole balcony where yeah. you can sit up by yourself if you prefer to do that. And I totally understand. I get social anxiety myself on things. Uh, but I was thinking about that for some people who might be like, yeah, I would love to go see it, but I have social anxiety. I seriously, I would I would give this a shot. It's a lot of space, yeah. Lots of lots of no pressure. Um, you can sit up on the balcony and watch. Yeah, you can sit by yourself and watch. Ease into interactions if you want to or don't. Yeah, don't don't worry. I wouldn't worry about that. Um, but yeah, I just yeah. wanted to bring that up. No, that's a great. I, thing I know to bring a lot up. of people have that too. This is this is designed for all of us to have fun and make fun of us too. Well, and again, that's why we we wanted to do it because it's not for us; it's for you. Like, I mean, yeah. it's for us because you know we're self indulgent a holes. Like, we're in broadcasting; sure. we want attention. Sure, like clearly, but also we want to do this because we want 
to throw something for you to have fun at. Yeah. Too, and to laugh at us and hopefully with us. Yeah. And we've got some yeah. things planned for the show. <laughs> we want to we want to entertain and we want to just have a good time. Yeah. And we've got some some things planned, which is why I'm so excited. That's why it's hard. it's so hard for me to get through the rest of this week. And I just wish it was today. I wish it was right now. I'm okay with a couple more days. Well, I wish we had everything ready, and it was. <laughs> we'll be going yeah, do, doing that until last minute. Let's pump the brakes there, Chachi. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know we need the. I know we need the days. I just. Uh... Like I, I'm all right with a couple days more to breathe. Never. I also don't know what the fuck I'm gonna wear. Oh my god! I don't. I know, right? Oh my god! I know. Never mind. Sarah doesn't know what she's going to wear. Canceled. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll probably just wear what I normally wear. What is it you normally wear? All black of some kind. It's pretty much what I've turned into. My goth. How much weight can you lose in two days? All of it. All of it? Yes. You don't need to lose weight, yeah. by the way, which is not what I'm implying. I'm just going along with... I also know Sarah's mental capacity around this time and um, different ways that we handle stress. And just gotta. It's better if I just don't talk. But if we don't talk? No, if I don't talk. Well, everything's better if you don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky says, wear a Fun Employment Radio t shirt. That is a good idea. We will have special edition ones there, too. Which I'm picking up so, tomorrow. I think I'll, po- I'll post a picture when I get them tomorrow. Yeah, and these are special edition, so they're, it's a limited supply. A limited which means amount, they, yes. They cost a little more to get made, um, but they are going to be for sale there. And uh, yeah. They're pretty cool. You should wear, probably wear one. See, yeah. that's yours. But I should probably uh, yeah, I'll wear my sparkly dress. Because then I kind of catch the light and I can feel like all oh fancy. I don't have any shoes, though. So I was hoping I would have sold my first house by now so I could have purchased my white Doc Martens, but I still haven't. Okay, am I not allowed just to wear my Vans or, or my Chucks? Greg, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Do I have to dress up fancy? No, I I want to dress the way I want to, and I I'm want to dress me fancy. feel weird. Do I need to oh I, I, I get a tuxedo for this thing? Talking. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. This is the most New Jersey story I think I've heard in a long time. So I'm not one to have designer handbags. I have a lot of like knockoff ones from Canal Street that I was obsessed with years ago when I, I would go visit. I bought Long John's on Canal Street. Yeah, I was bit by a police horse. And so I have a lot of like fake like Gucci or whatever. Like back in the early 2000s when that stuff was like super popular. Like yeah. I would go to Canal Street and just buy the knockoffs. Coach, isn't that a? Yeah, that's one. That's a yeah. That's still a fancy brand. Oh, okay. Um, but people who take their handbags seriously, I have friends who spend literally. That put that down, Greg. You're playing with a thing. Literally that's, thousands. Wrong. Stop playing with the thing, Greg. Thousands of dollars on handbags because sometimes wow. people just want to spend money on this. I mean, if that's what you're into, I suppose. All right, so this is a thing that happened in New Jersey. So a New Jersey country club is being sued by a woman who says that a waiter spilled a glass of wine on her $30,000 Hermes bag. However, now the New Jersey country club is slamming back saying they think that bag is a fake. Oh! How Jersey, like, can you be like... A, a poor waiter spills something on someone's bag, and now she's yeah. going to sue them for $30,000. And they're like, uh, no, bitch. That shit's fake. Wow. Yeah. 
That so does take a real asshole. This New Jersey country club is being sued after a waiter allegedly spilled red wine on a, that's Which, this is my nightmare as a caterer waiter. Like, I remember when I just told that story. Oh, almost, yeah. Like, you almost stabbed somebody, didn't you? I didn't almost stab somebody. I almost dropped a knife. On I mean, butt. you almost dropped a knife on someone. Um, yeah, so this... The New Jersey Country Club is being sued after a waiter allegedly spilled red wine on a $30,000... I think that's how you say it. Hermes? Hermes. I don't think it's Hermes. I, I really have no I've idea. I've heard it pronounced on fancy this. shows, but I don't... I think it's Hermes. Is that your Hermes? Is that your Hermes bag? Rube. All right. Hermes. Sure. Just call it Hermes. Sure. All right. However, the New Jersey Country Club is fighting back, saying that they believe the person is a phony, according to their lawyer. This is an actual lawsuit. So according to the attorney who represents the Alpine Country Club in New Jersey, says there are serious issues regarding the authenticity of this Hermes bag. Yeah. Um, this is attorney, attorney Ken Merber. Merber added the club had the pink, this is a pink Kelly Hermes bag. It's worth $30,000, apparently. So they had it examined by an expert, but they haven't been able to say whether or not yet it has been decided that it is phony. Alexandra. Okay, so Alexandra Erico is the attorney for the woman who had the pink $30,000 bag. She said, my client would not be suing for the value of the bag if the bag was not authentic. I would think that you would be able to buy another $30,000 bag if you could buy the first one in the first well, place. Aren't they in a country club? Yeah. Meanwhile, the club, who I'm on the club side at this point, they're standing by their person. Yeah. The club has decided not to try and hold the waiter liable for them spilling the wine. Or they do charge the waiter thirty grand, like like the waiter's probably going to be able to pay that. I mean, yeah, come that on. sucks. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah. So now, um, also, can't you just get the wine out of it? Isn't there a cleaner that would be able to clean the purse? You have to just throw it out and you get a brand new one. Like you spill something on a thirty thousand dollars purse. That's it. I mean, is that really it? I mean, I don't think that thirty thousand dollars is necessarily guaranteeing you like a life warranty. Like some of those things are delicate. I don't know what it's made out of. I've never seen or touched a thirty thousand dollar purse. Mm. I have no idea. All right. I have like a thirty dollar purse, and I think that that's very expensive. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm just looking in the chat. I'm sorry, John said. Can you? The two of you just wear the tuxedos from Dumb and Dumber. How come we did not think about that <laughs> earlier? Ah. <laughs> uh, Greg. Yeah. Why did we not do that? That's something we could have done. Well, it's too late now. Oh man! I think I think it's just fine. I think it's I would just have fine. been very comfortable in that. You'd have to be Lloyd, though. Wait, you'd be Jim Carrey, and I'd have to be pumpkin pie-headed freak. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so that's a story about New pumpkin Jersey. All freak. right. Next up, a story out of Merry Old England. Merry Old England. An English newspaper has apologized for publishing an obituary. Uh, if our English fans that are coming over for the show haven't left already, they're gonna. Leave, they're not going to come if they hear this accent. Oh, they love it. They'll be like, I feel like I'm home. I feel like I'm back across. Oh, hello. I'm back across the pond eating a crumpet. Is that how you're going to speak to them? Yes. It'll make them feel more comfortable in Portland, Oregon. Oh, hello there. Hello there. How y'all doing? How how are you on this fine day? Oh no! Is that how I do it? Yes, that's exactly it. I think that's how you should speak during the. Um... Yes, and also his name is Simon, 
So I, I won't be able to stop myself saying, Hello, my name is Simon. And I like to do drawings. I like to draw all day long. So come and do drawings with me. Okay, that's good enough. Oh, sorry, I was enjoying that. No, Bye. that was too much fun. All right, an English newspaper has apologized for publishing an obituary about someone who, to their surprise, is still alive. Oh, it's their face red. The Northern Echo, which is a news outlet based in northeast England, reports that a man named Charles Donaghy, described as a lifelong fan of grassroots sports in the region, was dead. They apparently checked three independent sources. Charlie Donaghy. Oh, Charlie Donaghy? No, he's dead. But they checked three independent sources to confirm his passing. However, they are pleased to report that they found out afterward that Mr. Donaghy is alive and well. Uh, they wrote in an apology published on Monday. We removed the story from our website and social media as soon as we were made aware that it was incorrect. Well, the Northern Echo, oh, so mortified. The oh, staff wrote that they apologize heaven forbid. unreservedly for their mistake and for any understandable distress and devastation that was caused to Mr. Donaghy, his family and friends. All right. If you knew that somebody had accidentally said that you were dead in a paper and they had already planned for your funeral and like you couldn't get back there in time before it, but you could get there right at it, would you stand... And watch the funeral for a little bit before you said that you were still alive just to see who showed up? Or would you just like burst in and be like, this is a mistake. I'm alive. I don't think I would want to know. Like you wouldn't want to know who went to your funeral. I mean, what happens if it's like not good? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, you didn't show up, dude. To my like. That's what I would worry so you're about. Focus- I always look on the pessimistic That's side. That's what I was going to say. Like, you're focusing on... Always on the glass half empty. Not all the... Like, and I'm glass half full. You don't focus on all the wonderful people who took time out of their schedule to, like, make time to pay their respects. Are they going to pay their respects after you sit back there and watch them for a while? <laughs> oh, no, could- sneaky. Good. You are all here. <laughs> I see your faces. <laughs> yeah. I know which of you did not come. Yeah, I mean... I, I feel like you would show up. And then you'd be, like, really, like, nice, but you'd have that, like, pained smile that you get when you're not really happy where you, like, pretend – because you'd just be thinking about all the people. You're like, oh, why aren't they here? I would think – I wouldn't think about who showed up. I would think about who didn't no, show up. No, that would – all you'd think of, you'd be looking around for somebody in particular. Like, you'd get, you'd get something, like, stuck in your teeth, like, someone's name, just, like – and you wouldn't be able to let it go. And you'd be looking for them the whole time and then realize that they weren't there and then you'd just be so obsessed about it. Maybe. Maybe. I think I'd see and then I'd be like, Hi. It's me. I'm Hi. Here. Hi, y'all. <laughs> Not dead. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, so the obituary posted screenshots of the tireless <sighs> devotion to his range of sports clubs, associations, and charities. Blah, blah, blah. Guys alive. There we go. All right. Out of Muscle Bay, South Africa. Here we go. The makers of a South African gin. Ooh are now saying that their newest way to make the gin is not a gimmick because it's delicious. And the way that they're making it is with elephant dung. You Elephant dung. No. It's very fancy. It's the creators of Indlovu Gin. Uh, Their names are Les and Paula. 
They stumbled across the idea a year ago after learning that elephants eat a variety of fruits and vegetables, yet digest less less than a third of them. As a consequence, in the elephant dung, you get the most amazing variety of these botanicals. Why don't we let the elephants do the hard work of collecting the botanicals, and then we'll make the gin from it? Gross. The idea came after a safari during which a wildlife ranger described an elephant's digestive process. Uh, Weeks later, his wife woke him up in the middle of the night with an inspiration. So they got online and ordered a batch of elephant dung. came by mail. Um, The couple, who are both scientists, worked out the gin-making process and were able to make a refined, delicious, fruity gin out of it. I would totally try elephant dung gin. No. That's like that cat poop coffee. You know what I'm uh, talking about? Yeah, I remember. It's like ocelots or something. Oh, yeah. Or soft. Well, see, they describe the gin's flavor as lovely, woody, almost spicy, and earthy because it changes depending on the seasons and the locations of what the animals are ingesting. No. Uh, the gin model- bottles, if you so wish to uh, send us one, they're marked with the date and coordinates of where the elephant dung was collected, so you're able to compare the different vintages of the different types of gin, so you can see which province they're in. No. About five sizable bags of dung are collect- collected for a batch of 3,000 to 4,000 bottles of gin. Um, so basically they distill it to where the process only uses the fruits, and then it's fine. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, so blah, 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 elephant poop gin. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare. What? It's a solid world. No, my God. All right. I am going to murder you. Here is what's going on <laughs> coming up. Uh, on Friday's uh, Fun Radio, Mr. Party. By the way, I found the picture of the band. Of Distracted? Yes. Okay, that has to be our... Show picture for today. You know that, right? Did you send it to me? Oh, uh, yes, I did. All right, hang on. I need to look. Oh, yes, please. Oh my God! Look at Stone's Jenkos. Yeah. Holy shit! All right, hang on. I'm click Let's right. Doctor Badass is right there. Distracted. Dr. Badass. And that is on my computer and becoming the, my screensaver forever. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate each and every one of you. Can we call this episode distracted? No. But I'm going to spell it the way that Keelan did. <laughs> no. <laughs> the band was good. I still have the albums. The songs were good. I had a song called Anxiety. It was about an ex-girlfriend. All right. Yeah, that's how. Yeah. I really feel like you had an ex-girlfriend named like Juniper or something. No. I would have liked an ex-girlfriend named Juniper probably though. Mm-hmm. In college, that would have been I would have been like, "Ooh, Juniper." Um, all right. Distracted. Like I said, send us an email. Oh. Give us a call. We're looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh, we're doing a show tomorrow, right? Yes. Okay, we're doing a show tomorrow. I'm not doing one on Friday. Yeah, because we have to Friday's be there early to yeah. do all of our stuff. Yes, indeed. Get your tickets. Uh, coming up later today, Geek in the City will be live here on the show. And also, you can see them live this Friday. Yeah. At the Boston Nova Ballroom. 
They'll along be with there. Portland at the Movies. Portland at the Movies. Along with the Praetorians. Praetorians. Along with Courage. Courage! Along with the Rick Emerson Show Reunion. Rick Emerson Show Reunion! And other things that we also haven't mentioned yet. We are very excited. Is there something you'd like to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? What is that from? I don't know. Um, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Gonna it's going to be it? fun. Are we going to make it? <laughs> Come see the crazy in person. Come see the crazy. You can see her unraveling of her mental breakdowns. Together. Tuning in, everyone. United. See you there on Friday. Dot com. Dot com. We didn't do that right. Oh, yeah. Fun Appointment Radio. No. What are we? I don't know.